That was a great story. I, I, I loved it when the kids come up and drop their masks and said, I am a child of God. Great stories suck you in. They make you, uh, they make you part of the story and, and they remind you of other good stories as well. The, the kids were here at 9.30 and so I had a chance to tell them that their story reminded me that when I was in high school or college, I, I can't remember which, I, I read a poem about people who wore masks. Maybe you remember Langston Hughes, the African-American poet. He, he said, we wear the mask that grins and lies. It hides our cheeks and shades our eyes. Why should the world be otherwise in counting all our fears and sighs? Nay, let them only see us while we wear the mask. He was talking about the African-American experience that we didn't see them as real people but only saw the masks of smiling faces that they wore. But I, I thought of that. Kids. Kids taught as kids to be impressive, to be somebody else. And the story they told of being able to take off the masks. It reminded me of a story that Jesus tells about people who try to appear to be better than they are. In Luke's gospel, it, it says, to some who trusted in their own righteousness, that is, they looked down on everybody else, Jesus told a story. He said, two men went up to the temple to pray, a really good guy and a really bad guy. The good guy was called a Pharisee. He stood up by himself and he prayed out loud right in church, God, I thank you that I'm not like others, like these robbers or the people that do evil or adulterers, or I thank you that I'm not like that wicked tax collector over there. I give meals twice, I give up meals twice a week. I give 10% of everything I make. But the bad man, the tax collector, he stood off to the side, all, all by himself. He, he wouldn't even look up. He just kept hitting himself and saying, God, have mercy on me. I'm a sinner. And Jesus finishes that story by saying, I tell you that it was the man with the bad reputation, not the one that everybody thought was the good guy. The bad man was the one that went home made right with God. For everyone who puffs themselves up will be humbled, and all who humble themselves will be lifted up high. The kid's story and this story are right at the heart of why Jesus came to earth. Jesus says he talks to the people who trusted in their own righteousness. That's they thought they were righteous. They thought they were good enough. And Jesus tells the story because he's pleading with everybody to recognize that nobody's good enough. Nobody has got it together enough to get to heaven on their own. The purpose of Jesus' mission on earth, he tells in this story, is to save everybody who knows that they cannot save themselves. That's Jesus' mission. He, he only can save people who know that they cannot save themselves. You see, 
church people, the religious people, they, they start to think that they're good enough. And that makes them acceptable to God if they act good. But the tax collector is the one who, who feels far away, who stands far away, who doesn't try to wear a mask and impress people with how good he is because his load has become unbearable. In other words, he can't bear the load anymore. And he, he whacks his body and, and he just begs God for mercy. He knows better. Because no amount of good works, no amount of good grades or a great job title or going to church or giving money or community service or being good to your neighbor, nothing we do is enough to make us righteous, good enough to bring us to God. It's the sacrifice that Jesus makes. That's the only work good enough to forgive us and draw us close to God. He wants to save everybody who knows they cannot save themselves, everybody who asks for mercy. All this Lenten season, we've been talking about Jesus outside the lines. Today, it'll be Jesus outside the church lines. Jesus comes outside of the church because for Jesus, it's the mercy of God or it's nothing. And that's hard because we have been used to acting good, to putting on a mask, and to thinking, am I good enough? Have I made it yet? That's the one mistake good people make. Now, the other mistake that Jesus points out that the Pharisee makes is that he's like all these kids with the mask. He says, don't make the mistake of comparing yourself to somebody else and making yourself feel better. It says, the Pharisees were righteous and they looked down on others to feel good about people who are worse off than they were, to make themselves look good. Usually what ends up happening with me is I end up feeling afraid or I feel proud or I'm losing the microphone again. Or I'm afraid that somebody's going to figure out that I'm, I'm wearing a mask and I'm not who, who you think I am. And Jesus says, so don't, don't compare yourself to somebody else. And he tells a story. There, there was another man a long time ago, I told the kids this story in the last service, a, a bad man. Or I should say, a man who did bad things. He was a wild kid growing up. Mom dies, he runs away, he gets married, but he keeps being with other women besides his wife. He ends up looking hard for work, and the only job that he ends up getting is a very good job, but it involves going to Africa and taking people and putting them in chains and putting them on a ship and carrying them across the sea in chains as slaves. And he saw some of them die on the passage, and he threw them overboard. And over time, he didn't want to do it. He felt that what he was doing was wrong, but he, he didn't know how to stop. And finally, he yells out to God. He says, God, God, I, I can't save myself, and I can't stop myself. 
Both sides of that are important. I can't save myself, and even if I want to, I can't stop myself. And Jesus, in his mercy, washes this guy clean. Showers him with amazing grace. Just like the tax collector. Just like the bad guy in the temple. And for the rest of his life, this slave captain couldn't stop talking about amazing grace. His name was John Newton. He actually becomes a pastor, and he he works against the slave trade, but, but for the rest of his life, he says, you know what? I'm not the man I ought to be. I'm not the man I want to be. But thanks to the grace of God, I'm not the man I used to be. That was all about grace for him. He took off the mask. Didn't have to pretend anymore. He lives to about 82. At the end of his long life, he's feeble. He's feeble-minded, actually. He turns to one of his friends and And he says, I I cannot remember much, but I I remember this. I'm a great sinner, and I have a great Savior. So the bad man in the temple receives grace, and John Newton receives grace, and Newton's story becomes my story, too. I was always worried as a kid about who was doing better than I was and whether I was going to fit in or whether I would be as good as these other people and so I made other people feel bad or putting other people down so that I'd look better or, or putting on one of these masks so that people wouldn't see how scared I was of being found out. And... Um, end of high school, start of college, there was a a friend I admired, and one day I wanted to become like him, and he said, well, John, what would you do if you met somebody who would love you no matter what? What if you met somebody who knew the worst thing you'd ever done and knew the best thing you'd ever done and would love you anyway? He said, "That's, that's what Jesus did for me. And I, I, I can remember a Midwest a winter. I am one of the, I'm, I'm a skating guard. And so at night, I'm, I'm washing the ice at night to get it ready for the next day. And the stars are out. And I, I, I just, I can remember saying, God, God, if you're there, Jesus, Jesus, if you're real, I'm so sorry. I, I keep messing up. And I, I can't save myself, and I can't stop myself. Please, please help me. And that, that same grace came to me. And so for the last 50 years, for me, it's not about being better. It's, it's just like Newton. It's, I, I'm not who I should be. I, I'm not who I want to be, but thanks, Jesus, by your grace, I'm I'm not who I used to be. It's all about grace. And then um, shortly after I started to believe that Jesus loved me, I I got a Bible, and the very first Bible I got, the 
A guy handed me it, and, and I read a book by a guy named Paul, and Paul had written a letter, and in the letter to the church in Corinth, it's, it says this, I don't even deserve to be in a church, Paul says. I knew how he felt. I don't even deserve to be in a church because of what I've done. Then there was this great line that I underlined. It said, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. I don't have to pretend anymore. I don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to fake it. By the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace has made all the difference. So when I find that I've got the mask on, I, I can dare to take it off. Because by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace has made all the difference. Maybe you're tired of wearing the mask today. Let's pray. I don't know how much these kids learn from that story, Lord Jesus. I know a lot of them feel bad that they're not as smart, they're not as cute, they're not as whatever, and the temptation is for them to wear a mask to look down on others and to pretend. And, and some of us do that our whole lives. We figure that if we look good enough, you'll be happy with us. I thank you for their story. I thank you. I thank you for the story that Jesus told. That it was the bad man who couldn't even look up to heaven who said, God, have mercy. And Jesus, you had mercy. We're not who we ought to be, Jesus. We're not who we want to be. But, but if we have your grace, thank God, we aren't what we used to be. Shower us with your love and your joy and your mercy that we would be called the children of God. Amen.